What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by The Club, the number one live streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother DJ Black Card here on the show. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Okay. I go by the name of DJ Black Card. I'm in the Mid-South, so Memphis, Tennessee, in the greater area, Mississippi, Arkansas, those those great areas in the Deep South. Uh but I do hit masses of different people around the world, but I'm mainly in the Memphis, Tennessee market. Awesome, brother. We're super excited to have you on the show, man. This is the My DJ Story podcast. So we want to hear your story as a DJ. And we want to just talk to you about the beginning days. You know, what sparked your interest to become a DJ? And okay. give us some color on the introduction and how you got started in the game. Okay. So I've always been around music. My mom and dad. They are from the Midwest. My mom's from St. Louis. My dad's from Chicago. So that music scene was always been around my family. When I was a kid, I was in the high chair listening to Bobby Brown, Michael Jackson, uh, Shaka Khan. I still remember myself sitting there listening to the vibes on record. You know, it's kind of crazy to even think about that now with all the streaming going on. But that's where my my love for music came. Smooth jazz. Uh, I used to love that. Uh, but when my DJ career started was 2010. It was kind of weird how it started. I was staying with my brother Esco. He's a, a rapper in the Nashville, Memphis area. But while we were staying together, he wanted to go to the Guitar Center because he see, he saw that I was in a funk. I was always listening to music, had my headphones on. And he asked me, did I want to ride with him to go to Guitar Center? I said, well, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, let's, let's go do it. So we got to Guitar Center. He went to the DJ section. Let's let's go over to the DJ section. And I was like, well, you're not a DJ. Don't you need some equipment for, you know, the, the studio? He was like, I'll get that in a minute. So we went to the DJ section. He got a controller. He was pretty much kind of reeling me in to, you know, test it out. He said, well, you don't have to touch it. I'm just buying it for the studio. So, you know, we can do some other mixes and stuff like that. It was just a small Newmark controller. And he said, you know, whenever you want to touch it, it's in the studio for you just to enjoy it. And I said, I didn't think anything of it, but you know, I did touch it <laughs> and I tried it. I didn't know what the world I was doing. I was just pushing buttons. I was scratching here and there. Uh, then I started researching, researching DJs and the culture. And I was like, okay, this is more experience and more than just pushing buttons. So I just kind of got the bug and just practiced and failed forward man <laughs> i love it man you jumped right in and like you said you failed forward uh yeah. because a lot of people they don't understand that you have to fail in life and just see failure as the next stepping stone to your success without those failures you will never get to the success in the in the in, in the you know great opportunities that are ahead of you unless you take chances you take risks and you just dive into things so i'm happy that you just kind of went in and you just went for it and you had someone in your circle that kind of helped you be there with you um along that journey and you know talk to me about you know where did you go from there in that from that initial introduction and then just walk me through kind of the last couple of years or so um in, in your career Okay, so fast forward from 2010 to maybe like 2014, I was a bedroom DJ. I was just in there for hours, just practicing. Uh, I upgraded my controller. I just pretty much studied mixing and how to blend. Uh, 2015 was when I really got 
experience in the blending game and understanding mixes and BPMs and how to connect with the crowd. And uh, I was in college, I was at the University of Southern Mississippi, still a bedroom DJ, but there was an opportunity for me to DJ at a club and I felt like, okay, I think I'm ready to go out there and uh, show my skills. So another DJ was with me uh, going back and forth. Uh, we would trade songs, but after a while, people in the crowd were like, yo, let him keep playing, let him keep playing. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got it now. So that's when the evolution of DJ Blackheart began because I started to DJ at different functions, started to do weddings, uh, private events around school when I didn't have a class or a midterm or something like that. And I just got a name from there. And I just started posting more on the mixing sites SoundCloud, MixCloud, and things of that nature. And then and that's when I really started connecting with other DJs that are bigger, like uh, Lil Wayne's DJ is from Jackson, Mississippi. So I went to some network mixers with him, uh, you know, picked his ear about some things uh, and just started going to different concerts and just hearing music from another way of life, basically. But my, my journey really started with looking at club DJs and seeing that I don't really want to be in the crowd, I really want to make the crowd dance. So that's how I got the experience, just from listening to other club DJs, yeah. I like how you noted the importance of networking and putting yourself out there, you know, by first going to the different places to post your content, which is like Mixcloud and Soundcloud. And you said that introduction helped you connect with other DJs. Dive deeper a little bit into that. You know, we like to use this podcast as a way to share your story for the purpose of helping other people on their journey in the DJ industry. So talk to me a little bit about how networking and using different platforms has helped you along that journey. Oh man, uh, networking in itself is just, it's, you have the access to the world at your phone or your computer. You should never be scared to interact with somebody that may be quote unquote bigger in the DJ space. They're just like you. They started just like you. And I just always had that no fear mentality of reaching out to people. If they didn't respond, maybe they were busy. But if they did respond, you can have a conversation and pick their brain. So I would always reach out to big DJs and just to kind of see what their mixes were, uh, how did they get to that point. And also I would showcase their talent on, I would call Turntable Tuesdays on my Instagram. And I would just highlight some mixes that I thought were dope. And they'd always hit me up and say, yo, I appreciate the, the, the love. And we just started conversations like that. And I just continued to do that. And doing that, it got me exposure, but I was giving and I returned, I received so much in return just from just doing that. So it's everything to network. Don't be afraid to reach out to somebody and just get some advice because that advice can speed track your process so much more than just doing it on your own. Love it, man. One yeah. secret that, you know, we have in common is the fact that we understand the importance of giving. And when you have a giver's mentality, it really sets you up to build meaningful relationships that go so much further than what you gave. And people don't really understand that. Why do you think I run a podcast for DJs? I have an app for DJs. So it makes sense for me to give to the DJs by hosting an interview to help them in their branding. And then we build a relationship and we're helping one another throughout the journey. And you get it first, that give first mentality always works and is super beneficial to anyone in any industry specifically for djs because it's a networking game 
the yes. more people you have in your network and the more meaningful relationships you have, the more successful you're going to be. And it's just logical. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the only way you can't get You can't, you can't just be in the box in the corner. I used to think that, but after a while, you'll never get the gigs that you want if you, if you're quiet. Yeah, I'd love for you to tell us, you know, where do you focus most of your attention? Are you mostly like a club DJ, your radio DJ, or are you someone doing private events? Where do you spend most of your time as a DJ? Uh, I tried the club scene here in Memphis after I graduated. Uh, I really felt that the private sector was more my speed because I went to school for hospitality so I could connect with event planners, uh, other companies to get bigger uh, events because at the end of the day, it's an income generating business. So I just went the mobile DJ route and it, it took off. It really, it really took off. 2010 was my first gig. Uh, it was at a nonprofit organization, but uh, fast forward to today, I, I focus mainly on weddings and other private events with corporate companies. But uh, as of right now, it's, it's, it's kind of slow with the pandemic, but it's, it's growing back to where it needs to be. So I'm, I'm starting to get people to reach out asking about different events. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> awesome, brother. I love it, man. At this time, we're going to jump into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to dive deeper into some of those learning lessons you learned throughout your journey. Okay, that's great, man. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. We're here with my brother, DJ Black Card. Sure. He's an amazing sure. brother dropped a lot of gems and a lot of insight on how to make it and navigate through the DJ industry. So I would love to learn, you know, over the past 11 or plus years that you've been DJing, talk to me a little bit about how you were able to build a brand and a name for yourself. So your name is DJ Black Card and you talked about that a bit, but what does that brand mean to you and what do you do to stand out as a DJ? Okay. That's a perfect question, by the way. So when I was coming up with a DJ name, I wanted to be something that was outside of the norm, outside of myself. So I thought of the American Express card and a black card is a card that never goes out of limit. It's uh, for the big high rollers. It's for people that are big businessmen. And that's what I thought myself as, as a serviceman and someone that can create something that lasts a lifetime and music goes on forever. Like it will never die. So black card was the name that I chose because I know that I can build something greater in the long run, even with other kind of businesses. So I'm a retro kind of kid. So I, I like House Party. That's where I really got the love and the bug for really understanding what a DJ and an artist uh, collaboral, collaboration is. So I love the Martin era. So I kind of do everything around the retro kind of thing. Retro mixed, business, mixed with business in one. So that's my brand and I kind of keep it funky. I keep it fresh at the same time, but I still keep it professional at the same time. I know when to turn it on to business mode and I know how to turn it on to have fun and create mixes that are like, whoa, like wh where'd you come up with that concept? <laughs> yeah, but that, that's my main thing. But uh, I showcase my talent when I can't do it at private events on my Instagrams. Uh, yeah, on Mashup Mondays is what I normally do. I do creative mixes on Mondays of samples of new artists versus older artists. And yeah, that's where I get most of my, my, my buzz from. 
That's great, brother. And you do a good job. You have names and titles and things for all of your marketing efforts in regards to, you know, the different sessions that you're doing. I think that by doing those things, it makes it much more memorable and something that the audience could look forward to on Mondays. They know that you got, what was it mashup Mondays you said? Yeah, and, and then Tuesdays you had something as well. It's just like you, you're naming these things that are cool and fun for your audience. And it's something that's great because you're branding every aspect of yourself, you know, and you're making it something that the people are going to feel attachment to. And that's how you build your audience. That's how you build awareness. And that's how you grow organically with people liking the things that you're doing. So my brother, DJ Black Card has really figured out the formula to success. <laughs> and I'm super excited that he's sharing it here on the My DJ Story podcast. Like we're super excited excited because this podcast helps other people by telling your story you're helping other djs that are trying to make it in this game and you're dropping really great advice to help them make it you know i would love to hear you know what are some things that you're currently working on now and how can people help and support you while you're doing this well something that i'm doing really creative now uh my wife is a private chef so we're going to start creating a private chef DJ experience together. We're going to start hosting private events for clients as well as party goers to come at private events and, you know, just enjoy the music and the food. So that's my main bread and butter right now. I'm looking to get right back into the event space with, you know, private events. Thank God that the the virus is kind of calming down. Uh, I would really just like the the opportunity just to rock out with people, not just in my market, but with other markets. So if any DJ or any event planner wants to connect or grow, I'm always open for opportunity. So yeah, that's that's my main bread and butter right now. Chef and DJ is the, the brand that my wife and I are creating. Yeah. I absolutely love it, man. And if you add a live stream component to it, I will definitely help you in whatever way I can to let your brand be known throughout the world. So get that part going and hit me up. man. We're going to make sure that people know about Chef and DJ. Okay, great, man. I thank you. Awesome, brother, man. And talk to me, you know, do you have any pieces of advice for people that are out there looking to get into the game, but are stuck, confused, or just don't know where to go next? What are some tangible things in regards to advice that you can give to people out there that are looking to either start their DJ career or take their game to the next level? Okay, that's, I got three strong tips. So the first one is to practice. Enjoy the, 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 the journey of messing up, uh, clicking buttons, uh, just creating mixes that may not sound the greatest, but you, you record them and you listen to them and you dissect yourself and you're the biggest critic that you can possibly be. So study your craft and just practice and make mistakes and just love the mistakes that you're making because you know after you make that mistake, you won't do it again. And if you do it again, just recreate the mix and start over. It may suck, but recreating the mix versus putting it out is gonna change your life. Uh, Number two, I would connect with as many people in your market as possible. Uh, it's, It's very ideal that you get your name out there, even though you may not be beginning, uh, at a club or a private event, but you may be able to get the opportunity to shadow somebody and being in their mix or in the club, just listening to their mix, just go out there let them know who you are and let them know that you want to be a future DJ like them and they'll gravitate to you and they may want to mentor you. So use that opportunity as, as a stepping stone. 
And number three, if you have the money, uh, I would invest in some kind of marketing uh, or sales course and to study a business, you know, study formulating the business because at the end of the day, it's, it's about music, but it's really about business. So if you can invest in the sales course with your money that you do make or, or any kind of branding to build yourself up, that would be the ideal opportunity for you to take it to the next level. I love it, man. Here on the club, we definitely focus on the business aspect of DJing and you really hit the nail on the head. You have to protect and perfect and, and improve your product, your skill of DJing, but then you have to learn the fundamentals of DJing to actually sell and market that product to your consumers. So we're all for it, man. And we're in here just to really support and be a resource to DJs. So we appreciate you dropping all these gems and we're super excited to help you on your journey um, in this DJ game, man. And super excited, brother. At this time, we're gonna jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Let's get it, man, let's get it. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Okay, my, oh, that's a good one. Uh, I use Serato DJ. Uh, I have a Roland 202 mixer, but I also have uh, a pair of Audio-Technica turntables. I don't have them out right now due to space, but uh, that's my bread and butter right now. Uh, I use power speakers. Uh, yeah, I use two power speakers, yeah. Who's your favorite DJ? Oh my goodness, that's a tough one. Oh, there's so many. But right now, DJ Puffy from the Caribbean, uh, he's pretty dope. He He's uh, a Red Bull freestyle champion multiple times. Uh, he just has creative flair with Caribbean music, uh, Afro beats, and hip hop, uh, pop. Yeah, he's just a chameleon. So uh, it's so many, but him and, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, him and, him and Jazzy Jeff would probably be 1A, 1B. Yeah, they're just pretty dope. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and why? Ooh, man. Uh, favorite party or DJ uh, event. So I would have to say being a club DJ in, in college. That would probably be, that was my fault. I could just be myself. And, and there was a moment where I had a chance to, go get my DJ equipment from the house. My friend went to go take me home to go get it because I wasn't supposed to be DJing that night. So just the opportunity to just to rock with my friends and uh, let them know that my skill was being used for fun and just kick it with them. That was my, that was the highlight of my, my DJ career, yeah. Who's the most interesting person you've met throughout DJing? Wow, oh man. I would, that's tough. I would say Big Crit's DJ and uh, Little Wayne's DJ. It, uh, DJ DiBiase and yeah, uh, DJ DiBiase, I'm sorry. Uh, and DJ T. Lewis, yeah. They're two down the earth, humble guys. Uh, they were funny and they would give you any kind of game. They would give you the shirt off their back anytime if you needed advice. Yeah, those would be the two guys that really stood out to me, yeah. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? Being flagged for music. I, this is, it's tough. It's tough to even try to create. You have like 15 seconds before you, you may have the opportunity to get your post taken down for mixing. I would think a live streaming service, I think Mixcloud does it where you, you don't get flagged for your music. I think that's missing and maybe 
an opportunity to connect with other DJs while you're doing it. I feel like if we had a streaming site where multiple DJs can DJ at one time and go back and forth, like if it was a session, I think that would be dope too, to get people just uh, a flair, you know, maybe like a silent party kind of kind of vibe, you know, just creative events within the streaming site. That would probably be mad dope. And shout out to DJs that you know personally, whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, my boy DJ Troy G, uh, my boy DJ 2-3, uh, DJ D-Wit, uh, DJ King, uh, DJ Toots, they're a twin duo. Uh, they're a, a big artist uh, by the name of Duke Deuce. Uh, they're his DJ now. Uh, and uh, all the DJs are really just trying to strive to be great. You know, this is a uh, a hidden gem. If you learn how to connect the dots and to learn how to DJ the right way, uh, you'll get the respect that you never thought you'd imagine. So shout out to the new DJs and the seasoned DJs. We appreciate you. Uh, yeah, there's so many DJs I miss and I apologize, but I rock with all you guys and I love you guys and let's just keep rocking. Awesome, brother. We look forward to hearing your stories on the show one day. And any DJ that's interested in being here can sign up at djsignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at DJ Blackcard. That's D-J-B-L-A-C-K-C-A-R-D. Uh, on Facebook, my business page is at DJ Blackcard. Uh, Mixcloud.com slash DJ Blackcard. And SoundCloud dot com slash DJ Blackheart. But anywhere you can find me is on those main sites. But uh yeah, man, just reach out to me. I'm I'm an open book. Uh hope to add value to your life and let's connect. Awesome, brother. And you have already added value to anyone that's listening to this, brother. So appreciate you for spending time with us today. Everyone, please check out my brother, DJ Black Card. He has an amazing mindset of DJing and have the business advice that he's providing to us today. So Great job, brother, and thank you for being with us today. And we look forward to building with you and your DJ career going forward from here with the club and everything that we're doing. So thank you. Yes, sir. It's my pleasure, man. Thank you, guys. Be blessed. Be great, man. <laughs>